welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello. Today, we are talking about self-confidence and taking credit for the stuff that you're doing in life. It's time to bust out the credit card, folks. And no, I'm not talking about buying stuff. I'm talking about taking credit for the stuff, you know, the stuff that you do that you never take credit for. A lot of women struggle with this, to take ownership of their victories, both large and small. So today we are going to explore self-confidence, what it is, where it comes from, and how to get more of it by taking credit for your small victories each and every day. So let's just start things off by defining what is self-confidence. And I want you to think about that for a moment. If you were sitting here with me right now and I asked you, what is self-confidence? What would you say? Think about it. Self-confidence is very different from confidence. What's the difference? Well, confidence is based upon evidence from your past. How confident are you about pouring a glass of water? Chances are pretty confident, right? Why? Well, you have a ton of past experience pouring a glass of water. And that past experience gives you evidence that you can actually do it. And both that experience and that evidence create confidence. Again, confidence is based upon evidence from your past. So let's say like the next time you go to pour a glass of water, you knock it over, spill the water everywhere, the glass falls to the floor and shatters. It's a mess. What do you do? Well, you clean up the mess and then you pour yourself another glass of water. You don't throw your hands up in the air and then tell yourself, you don't know what you're doing. Beat yourself up for even trying to pour a glass of water and then vow to never pour another glass of water. Why? Because you have experience and evidence that you know how to pour a glass of water. You have confidence. Self-confidence, on the other hand, well, that's internal. It's based on your opinion and ability to believe in yourself without any history or evidence of what you're about to do. So self-confidence isn't created for you by other people, their compliments or other outside validation. It is your opinion of yourself. Self-confidence is the story you tell yourself about yourself. And it's really interesting when you think of it that way, because now you can dive into it and start questioning, what's your story? What's the story you're telling yourself about yourself? Most of us have never really taken the time to sit down and actually contemplate that, think about that. But if you do, what you're going to start to realize is a lot of the stories that you're telling yourself hurt yourself. They're not helping you. Does the story you tell yourself motivate you or does it put you down? That's what you got to get crystal clear on because that story is going to determine your level of self-confidence in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. It's super important for you to know the story you're telling yourself about yourself because then you can look at it and see if that story is getting you closer to where you want to go or if it's keeping you stuck in the life that you really want to change. Self-confidence is the emotion of growth. It's what propels us into an ever-increasingly like amazing life. You get to see what you're capable of when you have your own back. But when we're doubting ourselves and questioning ourselves and we only rely on what we have confidence in, what we've created in our past, you can see how that can keep you stuck. When you're self-confident and you're willing to go out there and try new things and have big dreams and you're willing to fail, that's where life can really open up for you. But if you're relying on confidence, you can only keep doing what you've always done. You can only be good at what you've always been good at. You can see how that life can become quite routine and rote. 
But when you have self-confidence in yourself, you can be good at being you. You can be good at growing and learning and again, failing. That is a big part of self-confidence. So where would you grade yourself on self-confidence? On like a scale of one to 10, what would you give yourself? All right. So now we're going to work on that number and here's how. You're going to have to start unlearning or learning the opposite of what you've been taught. Hmm. Intrigued? I hope so. See, we've all been taught that you learn by succeeding. Okay, if you just go back to school, for instance, middle school, junior high, high school, whatever it may be, you get a quiz, you get an A, what happens? You've succeeded in learning. That's what we've been taught. You get an A, you succeed in learning. You get another quiz, you get another A, you've succeeded yet again in learning. But now comes the big exam. And chances are, if you got A's on all the quizzes, then you're going to get an A on the exam. I mean, again, that's how traditional school works. But in the real world, yeah, you learn a heck of a lot more from failing than you do succeeding. Because let's say you got an F on your paper, but you were celebrated because you did the work. You were practicing the work. That F meant you were doing it right. You're trying and you're practicing. Because that's what happens in the real world. You fail before you succeed. In fact, you fail right up to the moment you succeed. I mean, every baby out there gets Fs when they try to walk for the first time. They probably get like an F the first like 100 times they try to walk. You've ever seen this before? Babies fail miserably. And when my daughter was trying to walk, guess what? I didn't judge her. I didn't put her down. I didn't tell her that she's never going to walk again if she keeps failing at walking, that she should just give up and crawl the rest of her life. No, that's not what we do. We know that the only way that a baby is ever going to walk is by failing. That is how they learn. They have to fall down to develop the muscles to push themselves up so that they can get stronger to actually walk. And you know what? That's how you learn as well. Like self-confidence is being willing to fail and not making it mean anything negative about you. Learning from it and trying it again. Fall down, get up. Fall down, get up again. Fall down, get up again. Keep falling, keep doing it right up until the point where you don't fall down. That's it. So how do you increase self-confidence? Like that's the big question here, right? What do you need to do in order to start feeling like that? Well, it starts with changing your thoughts about you. Again, we're going back to the story you tell yourself about yourself. You can increase self-confidence by increasing the possibility of what you can create in the future. The more certain you are of the possibility, the more confidence you're going to have moving towards it. Now, I want you to notice I talked about possibility. It's about possibility, not assurance, not guarantee, not knowing, possibility. How would your life be different if you opened yourself up to the possibility of your life and what you want to create? How often do you get stuck in the mindset of this is this and that is that and life is black and white? It's like that all or nothing kind of thinking. That pattern of thinking closes you off. I want you to open yourself up to the possibility of life. Start living in that gray space of it all because that gray space, it is where the magic absolutely happens. So how do you start living in that gray space? Well, the first step is to recognize your achievements. Now, achievement sounds like a very big word, so I just call them small victories. Every day, you are doing things that improve your life. 
every day. It improves your life, the life of the people around you. You really are. And the problem is, though, that you don't recognize that you're actually doing them. You don't give yourself credit for these small victories. You look past them because eh, they're not big enough. They're not worthy enough. So you just look right past them. We all do this. I do this. Stop looking for the big achievements and victories and start taking credit for the little ones. And this is where that credit card I talked about at the beginning of the podcast comes into play. Every day, I want you to bust out a note card. That's your credit card, right? And you're going to write down three things you're taking credit for. Three small victories you had for the day that you're going to own. Now, you can either do this before you go to bed, or you know what? You could do it with a cup of coffee in retrospect the morning after. But I want them to be small. Not these B things like I got a promotion, or I bought a new car, or I'm engaged. Those like big things that we naturally kind of celebrate. I want the small things like I made dinner for my family. I walked the dog. I scheduled the dentist appointment. I read that book that's been sitting on my nightstand for a while. I sat in the car and jammed out to awesome song on the radio before I got out of the car. Small. I told you, small. You see, so many of us don't give ourselves enough credit. We just do things because we think we should without recognizing the wins that we've had along the way. Why would you celebrate walking the dog? Well, you celebrate that small victory of walking the dog because why'd you walk the dog? There's always a why. What's the result you get when you walk the dog? For me, the reason why I walked my crazy chocolate lab, Bob the dog, is because if I burn off his energy, then he's much more peaceful. He's a much more chill kind of dog. And when he's not peaceful and when he's not chill, you know what he does? He eats shoes. He tears up paper. So I walk the dog so that I don't have to deal with destroyed shoes or chewed up paper. That's a victory, right? I don't have to go shoe shopping, even though I do love shoe shopping. I don't like going shoe shopping when the dog destroys shoes. So again, you're owning those small victories, like making dinner for your family. You don't have to do that. So why do you choose to do it? Like I make dinner for my family almost every night, I'd say about four or five nights a week, because I want them to eat healthy. And I like that time sitting down with them just to like reconnect. Like that's a huge victory. Actually, it's kind of small if you look at it in the grand scheme of things. But when you really look at the reasons why, it's pretty big. So why wouldn't I write that stuff down? Again, bust out the credit card every night or in the morning. And I want you to start with three. Start with three small victories every day and then build it to five. I do this every day and let me tell you, it is a game changer. It boosts my confidence and it gives me a sense of accomplishment and a recognition of my achievements. And in all reality, it feels good to give yourself that internal validation instead of looking for it outside of you. And one more really cool thing, the more small victories you look for, the more you're going to find. I mean, your brain will start to rewire itself, kind of like gratitude, where you're giving yourself your own gratitude, validation, and recognition of the small achievements every day. And the more you start looking for those, the more that you write them down and own them, the more your brain is going to show you these things. If you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know that I believe you find what you're looking for in life. Why wouldn't you want to find more small victories? Why wouldn't you want to do that to build your self-confidence so that you can create the future that is full of possibility? All right? If you're looking for the good, 
you're going to find more of it. And I want to tell you something. You deserve that. All right, my friends, that's what I have for you this week. I'll talk to you next. Hey there, podcast listeners. If you're feeling stuck and you want to start wiggling loose, head on over to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com and sign up for a free session to see if life coaching is for you. Again, that's PamelaHughesCoaching.com. Hope to chat with you soon.